Praise the Lord. Well, what wonderful things God does through people who believe. What amazing things that God can do through a person who believes. All the things that's really important in our life is what we believe because it determines where our life goes. I want you to think for a moment that the Bible says God is able to do more exceedingly abundantly than we, than we ask or, or think. Ask or think. According to what? According to the power that works within us. In other words, God is saying in His Word, it is possible for you and I to break out of limitations in our life that come about because we doubt the faithfulness of God, doubt the Word of God, doubt that God can and is willing to come through and to help us. The Bible's very clear. God is able. God is able to accomplish in the life of an ordinary person who dares to believe far more than we ask or think. Of course, one of the problems we say, well, I asked and God didn't answer. I asked and I prayed and nothing much happened. Let me ask you this. Did you ask in faith? When you were asking, how were you asking? The Bible tells us without faith, it's impossible to believe. It's impossible to please God. In other words, faith is the currency of heaven. Faith is what enables you and I to be able to draw from heaven the resources of God beyond our own natural limitations and resources. Now listen, every one of us is facing limitations, restrictions, blocks, ceilings of some kind. They may have to do with your skill. You can do something about that. They may have to do with your learning. You can do something about that. They may have to do with finance. You can definitely do something about that. But if they have to do with your heart, you can do something about it, but you have to shift in the heart in the believing. Now listen, this is what the Bible says. It tells us very clearly that God moves when we extend faith, when there is faith in our heart. How does that faith come? How does faith come into our heart? Only one way the faith comes. The Bible's very clear. tells us how it is the faith comes. Faith is not to do with hoping. I hope it'll be a good Christmas. I hope I'll have a great year next year. I hope I'll get a job this week. Faith has nothing to do with that. Faith is a substance. It's something God puts in your heart, and you know without a doubt what you are hoping for. Now you have it. Now, most people confuse hope with faith. Listen, you and I need to put our trust in the possibilities of God. But listen, at the end of the day, faith comes. This is how the Bible says faith comes. Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. Yeah, that's a mistranslation, that word God. If you will check your Bible, you'll find if you look at the original language, it goes like this. Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of Christ. The Word of Christ. In other words, when you and I meditate in the Word of God, what Jesus Christ has done for us, when you and I begin to meditate on what He accomplished on the cross, when you and I meditate on what He did for us when He died on the cross, when you and I get in our heart what God has done, when we get the Word of Christ, what Jesus Christ has done for us, that is what triggers faith in our heart. You find that people struggle over and over and over with condemnation. Why do they struggle with condemnation? Why do people struggle in their mind and heart, I'm not good enough? Where does that thought come from? What would overcome that thought? Why do people struggle, well, I've got this wrong and I've got that wrong, and they live with all kinds of limitations, that this is wrong with me, I lack here, I lack there. Why are people living like that? 
Why is it when people come to try new things and say, oh, I don't think I could do that? Why is it that our heart seems to and our mind echoes and resonates with negatives so often? It's very simple because the heart has got beliefs in it and those beliefs are not agreeable with what God says He's done for us. Listen, on the cross of Calvary, when Jesus died, He canceled the power of all sin, all accusations, all cursings, everything that could be leveled against us by the devil, Jesus canceled it. He canceled it. Do you believe it? Well, if you believe the Word of Christ, if you believe what Jesus has done, if you meditate on that till it comes into your heart and your heart is filled with consciousness, this is what God says about me. This is what's true about me. Then faith rises in your heart and you break out of your limitations. For many people here, one of the biggest limitations you live with is condemnation. I'm not good enough. There's something wrong with me. That is a limitation that's in the heart. It's a limitation in believing. There's only one thing we'll deal with that limitation, and that is the truth, what Jesus Christ did for you on Calvary. You can choose to live with that limitation, or you can begin to get your mind meditating in the truth. God has done these things for me. What does that feel like to be in that place? What is it like to hold that word in my heart until I begin to experience the truth of it? You see, I found that many people live and they're conscious of lacks, faults, and failings, not conscious of the presence of an almighty, loving God who before when I was totally rebellious sent His only Son into this world to die for me, now who gives me everything I'll need for life. So I need to meditate in the truth. Meditating in the truth of what Christ has done for you at Calvary will open up into your heart faith that will enable you to overcome every condemnation, every doubt, every accusation, everything the devil levels against you, everything that he would put against you, you are able to rise up and to shut it down. I found that many people live under oppression. They live limited by spiritual atmospheres that oppress them. There's probably some of you came in today, and that's exactly how you were. And I'll tell you why you get like that. It's very, very simple, because something happens in life, and instead of meditating on what God says about that circumstance, instead of viewing it through the cross, what God has said about it and what He wants to do through you, you begin to meditate it through human limitations and come into agreement with those things. I found we don't have to live under oppression. The Bible says I don't have to live under that. Jesus broke all that stuff off me. Why do I live under it? Can I come into agreement with it? It's a limitation now. See, what has happened when these things come against it? We don't have to live with them. You have to rise up against them. When accusations come into your mind, doubts come into your mind, and they do come into your mind, people say things. People talk about you. People speak things. And these things come up. They come up like weapons of war against you. But what will you do? What do you really believe? Do you believe that what they think is really important? Or do you believe what God says about you is true? And what God says is important, what God says I'll hold on to. He says my sins are all forgiven. He says there's no condemnation. He says, I'm accepted. He says, I'm redeemed. He says, I have access to his presence. Will I believe that or live in the limitations of that negative thinking? Listen, we live in a culture that's negative, a culture that thinks, talks, and lives out negativity. You and I, we're born into a family of God. We're connected to heaven. You and I have left the old life behind. It's time now to learn how to stand up and exercise our faith 
and defeat those fiery darts of the wicked one. Defeat the fiery darts of condemnation. How do you do it? Quite simply, when your heart is right with God, when there's nothing blocking you from God, you can stand up and cancel the power of those thoughts. When they invade your mind, tell you you're no good, you haven't got enough, the money won't be enough. When thoughts invade your mind like that, and they do, they come like a barrage. That's time for you to lift up the shield of your faith, to lift up the Word of God, and to break the power of such words. I have found the Bible tells me very clearly the devil is an accuser of God's people. He will relentlessly accuse you. How will he accuse you? This is how it will happen. He won't come like some two-horned thing to you. He will come like this. He will come as invading thoughts. I'm not good enough. He'll come as invading thoughts. I'm going to not be able to pay the bills this week. He'll come as invading thoughts. There's something wrong with me. He'll come as invading thoughts. Well, I've got lots of problems in my life. God couldn't do anything much with me. He will come with invading thoughts, invading emotions, invading impressions upon your spirit. And you and I got to learn that never came from God. Why would you live in agreement with it? Why agreement with that stuff that comes out of the spirit world? Why not lift the shield of your faith, quench what the Bible calls fiery darts of the wicked one? I wouldn't think there'd be anyone here this week that didn't have some fiery dart of the wicked one come against you. Some thought that came into you that condemned you and put you down. Some thought that came into you that caused you to wonder about friendship and relationship. Some thought that came in that eroded trust. I don't doubt that every one of us this week have had such thoughts come. What did you do with them? Did you let them come around your mind and heart and emotions? Did you let them come around you? Or did something in you rise up and say, I challenge that thought. That thought hasn't come from the Word of God. That's not what I believe. That's not what God says about me. I will stand up and I will stop those fiery darts. I will quench them. Listen to what the Bible says. It says these things are going to come. But it tells us you've got to lift a shield of faith against the fiery dart of the wicked one. The Bible tells us bitter words are like arrows or fiery darts. Words are like swords. The Bible talks about the fiery darts of the wicked one. Listen, in the realm of the Spirit, words agreed to by people can launch fiery darts against you. The devil can launch fiery darts. And how do you see a fiery dart? Well, you don't see some flaming arrow coming. No, you find your mind troubled by negative thoughts that won't seem to go away until you rise up inside and you put a stop to them with the Word of God. You and I have to choose whether we live under those thoughts or whether we agree with them. Listen, if you have in your heart a bitter judgment against yourself, I'm no good, there's something wrong with me, uh, I can't do this, I can't do that, or I'm from a poor background, or I never have much money. If you've got that kind of message running along inside you, then every time a fiery dart comes, it will find a place in you to rest. And you will agree with that fiery dart, and then you'll discover how fiery it is. It burns and burns and burns. How's it burn? You have these feelings. You feel down. You feel negative. It won't go away. You wake up the next day. You try to think better, think different, and that thing's still rattling around in your head. Something that someone said, and you're wondering what it means, and you've judged perhaps it means this, and before you know it now, it's a fiery dart burning in you. 
Listen, this goes on all the time. And if, it, and if you don't deal with it and quench the fiery darts, if you don't rise up in faith to deal with them, you know what happens? The thing burns and ignites, and before long, you're launching the fiery darts. Before long, with your mouth, you're saying things that are hurtful to people, that unleash spirits against them. The Bible tells us very clearly, let no corrupt communication go out of your mouth, but rather that which will build up people, lift them up, encourage them, and strengthen them. Why? Because when you speak words like that, you give permission for the Holy Ghost to go forth on people's lives, bless them, lift them up, encourage them. When we speak negatives, talk negatively, criticize, gossip, we become an agreement point on earth, and there's a principle of agreement. You agree on earth. Two people get together. They agree about someone. Bring judgment on them. Demons are permitted in the spirit world to attack relentlessly that person. What is the person? What happens to them? They don't know anything except now suddenly out of the spirit world, their mind's bombarded. They feel rejected. I don't belong here. This and that. And they go through these kinds of things. Listen, that kind of stuff must stop. We need to learn how to release God's Word, how to release blessing, how to release creative words that lift people. The first word, use of words in the Bible was to create. Your words can create. The second use of words was to release blessing upon people, to invoke the Holy Ghost to help people go forward. What a terrible thing when the, 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 the capacity God's given us to build, bless, move, help people, is twisted and turned around and now becomes a weapon in the hand of the enemy to destroy the very people that God wants to build. So let me ask you, what comes out of your mouth? It's what's in your heart. What comes out of your mouth is what's in your heart. And if you're speaking and launching bitter words, you are an agent of destruction. You and I need to learn two things. One, how to be able to speak words that bless and build. The second, and, and, and two, how to break the power of those things which are limiting to us. If there's agreement in your heart with those kind of negative things, if they have a place to rest, you need to repent or bring it to the cross. At the cross, Jesus canceled all those things. He has made you worthy. You don't have to do anything more. He has made you acceptable. You don't have to do any more. He has made you favorable and blessed in the sight of God. You don't have to work hard to try and suddenly find favor with God. You have to pray long hours or do this kind of prayer or that kind of prayer, your favor rests on what God has done for you. As soon as it moves in your favor with God, rests on what you're doing, well, now you're into striving and struggling and works. You'd just be a heyday in your mind for the devil to condemn you. See, God has done the work to make you accepted. God has done the work to make us lovable. God has made, done the work to position us for blessing. We just need to believe it. And when these fiery attacks come from the devil, you need to learn how to quench them. How do you quench them? Well, very simply, just speak in the name of Jesus Christ. I break and cancel the power of those words. I declare they'll fall to the ground and shall not harm me. Because no weapon formed against me shall prosper. Every tongue, everything risen in accusation against me, I cancel its power like an arrow that was shot down. It will fall to the ground and shall not harm me. Those who speak those words, I bless them and forgive them in Jesus' name. I release blessing upon them. I invoke the blessing of God. And now, Lord, I draw near to you because the Bible says, you are dead, 
Your life is hid with Christ in God. So dead means I don't react to those things that I think. I don't react to what people say. Rather, my life is dead. I am now hidden and gone. I can say, now, Lord, I hide myself in you. Keep me from those words. Keep me from those things that have come against me. Listen, you and I need to learn how to, one, launch words that bless and build and create a destiny for ourselves and others. And two, learn how to cancel the things that come which are negative, contrary to the Word of God, and which would come and hurt you. Man, what a great opportunity we have this week and the season of prayer and fasting to break in our life any of those limiting thoughts, beliefs, attitudes, patterns, behaviors, and begin to set out to do something different with our life. Why don't you say this week, I'm going to, with the grace of God, speak only blessing all week. Turn away from the newspaper. You won't want to be reading that. That won't help you at all. That'll get you very negative indeed. Turn away from things. Let me just show you. Does that video clip work? Did you get it to go? Can you get it to show at all, even if there's no sound? No go, no show. What a shame. Well, let's see. I'll show it another time. Got a very, very good video clip that just shows very clearly the power, how arrows or bullets can be just stopped. Very, very simply. Amazing. 